It's time for the Ron and Brian podcast. Get ready to fill your ears with the latest news, politics, current events, and whatever else we feel like talking about this week. And now, your hosts, Ron and Brian. And good evening, everybody. It is Sunday night. It is 8 o'clock. And it is time for episode 242 of the Ron and Brian podcast. Uh, As always, I'm joined by my love interest, Brian. Brian, how goes it this evening? I would always, I, I actually, I mean, I know you just referred to me as your love interest. I actually would prefer um, life partner. Okay. You know, women come and go, um, but at the end of the day, the love that we have for each other really is the only thing that is is, is constant in life. Makes sense. And uh, please don't oh, tell your please don't tell your wife that I said that. I won't. I won't. Uh, Guy Bannister showing up again this week. Very impressive. Loves it. Guy. This is like the third or fourth week in a row we're seeing him. He's asking, what cool T-shirt, Brian, are you wearing today? He's asked that the last couple of weeks. I guess he's really enjoyed them. Uh, Brian, I anything, guess, anything in particular you're wearing this week I guess, that you would I like guess to I, show? I, we're doing a T-shirt reveal. Um, yes, I'm wearing a shirt that says limited edition. Nice. It's it's interesting how 2023 people seem to be interested in the T-shirts I wear. You know, uh, I've always tried to wear a different, you know, band T-shirt, you know, for the last couple of years every week. People didn't really seem to to care about it. Now, suddenly they um, they they just want to see this shirt. They want to see Ron. Well, this is actually, I think this is going on four weeks in a row. Uh, the previous yeah. three T-shirts um, sold out the first seven printings. Um, so we'll have to see. This is limited. I can't imagine we'll do that many runs. Um, yes. So we'll just have to wait and see how the audience uh, reacts. And, uh, you know, listen, you give the audience what they want. Listen, at the end of the day, it is um, clearly... Um, you know, you are a popular person. Your name is popular. People want to stay, They want the merch that, you know, shows that they are Team Ron. All right. Well, let's get things uh, rolling here. It's time to start off with Drink of the Week. Drink of the Week. Drink of the Week. Drink of the week, drink of the week, drink of the week, drink of the week. What is it that you're drinking this week? This week, um, we we traveled all the way to Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Mm. Our dear friends over at Grim Artisanal Ales on Metropolitan Avenue in Williamsburg bringing us Grim Vice, a double decoded mashed half of ice beer. Ooh, that sounds tasty. You know, Ron, Grim Vice, it's one of the most authentic double decoded Bavarian style half of ice beers you'll find outside of Germany. They introduced this beer in the summer of 2021 and it promptly won gold in the New York State Brewing Competition. Grim Vice has enticing notes of clove, lemon, and banana, and it's massively effervescent, soft, and pillowy. Coming in at a 5.5 ABV, Ron, yes. this, <clears throat> look at the cloudiness. You, I'm you, looking. It just, it's so cloudy. I can smell the banana from here. I actually taste a little bit. Hints. Hints of it, yes. Just hints. Hints of banana. 
I, you know me, I love a, a an unfiltered beer, Hefeweiss beers, right down there if, uh, with one of my favorites, um, almost as much as a New England IPA. Um, but I'll tell you, Grim Artisanal knocked it out of the park with their Vice beer. Even look look at the nice little log can that they have. Look at that look at that lovely logo. Nice. Um, that's a that's a can of beer that I'd be proud to drink. Ron, yes. What are you drinking this week? Uh, so this week, Brian went to, mixed it up a little bit. This week, uh, went with our friends out at Weldworks Brewing Company all the way out in Colorado. Um, this is their specialty release. This is German chocolate cake stout plus milk stout. Uh, oh. It is a milk stout with pecans, coconut, dark chocolate, milk sugar, vanilla, and natural flavors. Um, they say they make dialed-in beer. We're going to see how dialed-in this is. I don't see a uh, APV on this. So, Do you want me to look it up? I mean, oh, excuse me, right there on the side, it is a 5.5%, so Ooh, not too not are, too heavy for a stout. Uh, we are both rocking 5.5. Look at Ooh. that bad boy right there. That's got a... That's, that, that looks like the color of your hair, Ron. That's tasty. Ooh, walk it's, me uh, through it. You get the, uh, you definitely get the sweetness. Um, you get the, the nuttiness from the pecans. Um, you probably wouldn't like this. It's got the coconut flavor. You're not a fan of coconut. I get it. Not a fan of coconut. Um, but you, yeah, you get the, you get the chocolate. It's sweet. Like this is one I think I could have one of, and I don't know that I could drink multiple of this because it's got okay. some sweetness to it. But it's very, yeah. uh, it's very pleasant. I'm enjoying it. Interesting. Interesting. By the way, I mean, this isn't my beef of the week, but I bought a, I bought a four pack of these. Okay. Now, keep in mind, it's coming from Brooklyn. How much do you think it costs me? Uh, a four pack from Brooklyn. This is a, but this is a, uh, this is a small brewery, correct? True. Yes. <clears throat> I'm going to say that cost you $24. Jesus, you are so solid on, um, it was 22 and change. There you go. For four beers. I mean, it's this. I understand if I'm at a restaurant, I'm going to get uh, overcharged for a beer. But to buy four cans, and uh, I was expecting like $16, maybe $17. And then I saw them ring it up. And just because, you know, uh, well, as always, uh, I don't want to appear cheap in front of uh, anyone. Sure. I uh, just sat there and, and, and meekly handed over my credit card. Well, you know, uh, hops are getting more expensive, I hear. And also uh, the cans, the uh, hard to come by. And because of that, uh, can prices are becoming very expensive. Ron, let me ask you a question. Do you say aluminum or aluminium? Um, I say aluminum, but I respect those who say aluminium. You do respect the aluminum. I do. Okay. That's the way they pronounce it, uh, you know, over in Barcelona. Um, (laughs) When I was over there, I don't know if I mentioned that I was I was I was over on the continent in Spain. You brought that um, up and once they, or twice. Yeah, and they they pronounced it aluminium. Barcelona. Barcelona. Well, as you mentioned, Brian, uh, we like to talk about the stuff that's bothering us each and every week. It's beef of the week. Ron and Brian's beef of the week. Brian. No, Ron. Yes. What's bothering you this me? week? Me? You want to start with you. me this week? All right. You. Um, well, it's a very special week, Brian. Uh, my beef of the week this week is with myself, Brian. Um, <gasps> there are times that I that I, I don't think. There are times that I don't realize uh, how old I am. 
And this oh. was this past week was one of those weeks. As you know, Brian, uh, I recently purchased one of those uh, VR headsets, uh, the Oculus, the MetaQuest, now that it's owned by yeah. Facebook. Uh, very cool, by the way. Very cool experience. I've been using it to like uh, do some workouts and things like that. But there is there is a game on the headset that I got for free when I bought it. It's called okay. Beat. It's called Beat Laser, and so it is like Rock Band with but you've got lightsabers in your hands so like the notes are flying at you and you have to hit them in certain directions to hit the beat and whatnot and in addition sometimes you will have obstacles flying at you that you need to you know move side to side or duck down and and avoid and whatnot so i was getting kind of good at this game so i went on Mm -hmm. to the online multiplayer version i was like oh "Oh, no let me test my myself out against the kids out there no. So I played one round, did pretty good. Go into the second round. I still don't understand how they choose which song, but somebody chooses like a very like high difficult song to to do. It's a lot okay. of objects and I'm flying back and forth and you set up like a barrier around yourself in the VR headset. So if you're getting too close to like a wall or a piece of furniture, it gives you like a warning. Sure. But here's the thing. I this game was moving so fast and I was moving so fast that I didn't realize that I was coming up to a, uh, a barrier in front of me, and it came to a portion of the game where I needed to duck down, and as I ducked down quickly, I clipped my chin on the, uh, on the island in my kitchen. Um, and it was like instantaneous pain shooting through my head, and then I'm like right. kneeling down there, and I'm like, all right, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. That much I know. No. I'm checking. I'm like, all right, teeth are still there. Jaw's not broken, but I definitely sent my my top teeth through my bottom lip. And so ended up Oh no. <laughs> ended up walking around uh with a uh, fat lip for a few days because of it. Can you explain to me how it is that you you hurt your lip? Like did you fall forward? Well, when, when I came down and my chin hit the top of the island, the, my uh. teeth just punctured the top of my lip. Um, Ron, domestic violence isn't something that you know you need to cover up for. Um, if 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 your wife, if Mrs. Ron is hurting you, um, just blink twice. Um, just you know what to do. Just tuck your thumb in and, and and close your hand. Put your hand up in the air. I recognize that as a uh, sign for help of right. somebody who is a victim. And Billy pointed out also, yes, the the game, the headset allows you to set up a barrier around your space. But when you're moving so fast that you don't you don't pay attention to the flashing light that's saying, hey, you're getting close to the edge of your barrier, uh, injuries can happen. And like, ever since I bought this headset, my wife has been forwarding me TikTok videos of people like falling down, running into walls. And I kept saying like, how is that possible? You set up this barrier, you're not gonna run into a wall. Now I understand when these games start going quick and you're so absorbed into this virtual reality, uh, it can be very easy to injure yourself. What is um, now? I assume this is almost this is like a complete field of vision headset. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Like you, so look, you can look up. It, you look down. It there. It's all, the space is filled. Yeah. I mean, so like the workout uh, app I've been using, like it sure. takes place in like you know, like the Great Wall of China. So like you okay. can literally turn 360 degrees and you're seeing the entire everything is is around you and up and down. I mean it's 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 an impressive piece of technology. Really? Okay. I would like to try this out one day. All right. I will uh, I'll let you know if you ever come down for a visit. Um I will uh, maybe 
wipe it down with a strong disinfectant and uh, I would need to be invited I would need to be invited I Understood. just have not been invited in a while so right. I certainly feel a certain way uh Brian yeah what's bothering you this week it's 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 friends who push their own social agenda onto others really so uh yeah. do you have an example that perhaps you can share with the audience I do. okay recently I attended a comedy event mm -hmm. that was taking place at Madison Square Garden. Okay. And, um, you know, I do enjoy a, a, a good laugh. I enjoy sure. a solid, you know, uh, comedian. I love the, the setup of a joke, the art of uh, comedy writing. I'm a, right. uh, I'm a big fan of. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, 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 I let some friends of mine. I don't want to point fingers. I'm not, sure. uh, I'm not looking to, to create problems. And um, I, I let some friends know that I was at the garden, that I was attending this show. And um, uh, the, 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 the vile comments that I received back, the anger, the- um, Oh, real the, quick. The, the, I don't the, think you mentioned what, what show were you going to see at Madison Square Garden? I went to go see a comedy show. No, no, I know. But was it like a, a variety act? Was it an individual comedian? Like who was the headliner? <sighs> The headliner was um, a gentleman by the name of Louis C.K. Um, he had, uh, you Wait, know, are you I referring seen... to, to Louis C.K.? Louis C.K. That's another mm. way you could pronounce mm. him. Um, uh, and just very funny. And, to, you know, I was very disappointed. I let some friends know. Um, and, you know, once one of my friends said to me that they it, it felt problematic that I was okay. attending. Another one said that, uh, you know, the uh, entertainer was a horrible human who does not deserve my money. Um, then it just it, 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 it went into further and further um, uh, just 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 anger. Um, uh, and, and it's just considering that these, you know, um, we live in a time where I think, you know, we want to be as open minded as possible. Sure. We want to we want to create safe spaces. We want people to feel, you know, and and for me to feel that a, 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 a group chat I have with two very close friends, people I care deeply about that would turn this into um, uh, one of them even said that I was I, I, I was showing a disrespect and a disregard for women by attending that Louis C.K. wasn't worth my money. And even, um, you know, just comparing it to Hitler. I just, it was, it, you know, I feel like it's, a, we live in a world where it's, you know, you know, to each their own. Right. And to, and to be judged and um, attacked for just, you know, trying to have a night of good, clean, um, wholesome fun uh, was very disappointing. Maybe these friends just wanted you to be better. To, to look at yourself and say, maybe there are areas of, of improvement that you can make. Well, I feel there's a lot of areas where I can improve. <laughs> Going to a Louis C.K. show, I'm not really sure that that's an area where I can improve. All right. Well, I, I'm sorry if your friends treated you that way. I mean, maybe it came yeah. from a place of love. You, you never know sometimes. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't feel like love. <laughs> didn't feel like love. Um, okay. You know, considering, you know, the, 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 the weekend that America had, I, I really was expecting, you know, my friends to be pulling me closer and not pushing me not away. Not pushing you away. I mean, that makes sense. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, Thank you. What, what is, we got a ton of stuff this week, Brian. What, Listen, uh, as 51% owner, as 51% owner, Ron, you, 
make the call. All right. I mean, I know we have a, uh, a special guest coming on soon. Uh, sure. So that, that'll be exciting. We're looking forward to that. Should we do our favorite stories of the week? Uh, this is a new uh, thing yeah, that, we, let's do that we rolled out last week. Um, actually, we've got our guest here. Why don't we have her bring our guest in? Sure, sure. All bring right. her on. Well, as is tradition each and every year, uh, we bring on the individual who is the winner of the 2023, uh, 2022 Ron and Brian Death Pool. Uh, last two years, Andrew H. was that individual. He could only yes. muster up a, a third place finish this year. Uh, but we have this evening the winner of the 2022 Ron and Brian Death Pool, Jocelyn. Jocelyn, welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. How are we doing this evening? I'm doing great. I'm fantastic. I was watching some great football earlier today, so. That's right. uh, you're, I, if I remember correctly, you're a huge fan of the San Francisco 49ers. I Gigantic know that you have. And, yeah. You, if I'm not correct, do you not have a Joe Montana tattoo on your um uh, on your back emblazoned across it starts as joe montana and as you go from left to right does it not then become steve young yeah the best part is right in the middle where it's morphing too that's where the artist's quality really came in mm. but uh, what i really love in life is to watch the people and things that i love suffer so it was extra fun to watch my team just totally blow it well you know what don't take it personally this is, um, you know, your your football team may not have won today. Sorry. Um, however, um, one thing that you 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 won't you're you're not a loser because your team um, lost. You're a winner because you won the 2022 Ron and Brian podcast death pool. Jocelyn, how'd you do it? Um, a lot of self hatred and guilt this year. Let's talk. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, what approach did you take in 2022? Where, you know, was there a um, was there a, a strategy that you had? Were you um, looking for people that uh, had been recently announced as having some uh, health problems? How did you make your picks? So for the past couple of years, I've kept a note open in my phone all year long, where sure. anybody that pops into my head gets added into it. Um, last year, there was a mix of trying to aim for some high point people that seemed like their time could be coming. And then some older people that were pretty guaranteed. And um, the, when I hit on Aaron Carter, the feeling of joy and then being the worst person in the world for feeling that joy was something that I had not experienced before in life. So, so what celebration did you make when Aaron Carter died? There is a moment of just like, that's a lot of points. And then a moment of, wow, that doesn't feel great. So you're, so the celebration that you had, um, confetti, uh, what are we talking? Are we talking champagne? Uh, I luckily had called ahead for a billboard and stuff, but because ooh, there was so nice. much effort in it, I did have time to call it off when the guilt kicked in and it was all internal, luckily. Smart. Got it. Smart. Now, were you more of a fan of NSYNC and that's why you wanted to um, you, uh, celebrate Aaron Carter's demise? No, I was a Nick Carter girl. So then Aaron came along uh, and took all of the glory for the family. Understood. What were your thoughts on the... Um, uh, sexual assault allegations against Nick Carter. Do you think um, that they, they stand? Do you think they're legit? What are your thoughts? 
without outing myself too much, there were some times that I, um, in my younger, dumber years, had been around for some things that would say, I didn't see anything happen, but it also wouldn't be surprising just based on general behavior. So you believe, so if you ha- if you're a gambling person, you would bet that he's guilty? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Um, uh, uh, but Aaron Carter was not your only point scored last year, correct? Correct. So, yes, Who else uh, did you total have? Of, total of three picks, correct, she has. Ooh, so not only top point so getter, solid. but the only person to pick three. Uh, in addition to Aaron Carter, she uh, picked up points for Nichelle Nichols and Queen Elizabeth. Now, Queen Elizabeth. Elizabeth. How... Not obvious, not, you know, she was, she did not appear on a lot of polls. I mean, people have been talking about her death um, literally for about 15, 20 years. This year, 2022, you said this is when QE2 goes down. How did you feel about that one? Better than Aaron Carter. Interesting. So you were fine when a woman dies, but not when a man. Well, yeah, I was raised within the patriarchy, so... There's there's plenty of self hatred to go around. Well said, well said. Um, and then Nichelle Nichols, um, uh, uh, Captain Uhuru. What was the uh, well, lieutenant? I don't know. Uhura. Ron. Uhura. Uhura. She was communications officer. Brian. Hold on, <laughs> Captain. Captain, I'm receiving an incoming message from the Vulcans. Was I close on the Vulcans? No, okay, I, I'm, I, I'm letting Ron answer this one. I don't. Talking to the wrong I know people. who she is. I don't know the depth of details about Star Trek. Now we all knew that uh, Queen Elizabeth was 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 getting old and older. Um, what made you think uh, that uh, uh, Nichelle Nichols had, was uh, uh, going to be meeting her demise? It was one of those names that wound up in my notes app that I saw her talk okay. somewhere, interviewed, and it was like, oh, I didn't realize how old she was, but also there's always that where you see someone and they look old, but then you realize that they look older than they actually are. So the the risk reward on the number of points you would get out of them looks pretty good. I, I think the same thing about Ron every day. See, I was, I was thinking that's maybe why people pick Brian. That's rude. Sorry. That's just rude. Um, Jocelyn, let's talk 2023. Who on your list are you, uh, do you really think you're going to... Um, uh, 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 score some points on and bring back the belt. I honestly don't remember half of who's on my list. I would have to look it up. Oh, I put both Smothers Brothers on there. I liked that one. Oh. Can I can I tell you, I saw those picks and I, I, I could almost kick myself because they are going on tour this year. I saw them on like a CBS this morning and they were talking to both of them and both of them look like they could die just going down a flight of stairs, much less yeah. trying to perform a, a, a comedy tour. So I, I feel you cash in on one, if not both of those. But wow. uh, some of the new ones you added this year, you've got Oh, Beatles-adjacent people. There's a couple new Beatles-adjacent. Glenn Johns and Yoko Ono. Uh, Tim Curry, I think, is a good yeah. pick. Um, That's... Going with the, the Selma Blair one. and Shannon Doherty, a lot of people, you know, picking people oh. with pre-existing conditions. But here's one I'm gonna I'm gonna ask why um, Sarah Highland, uh, formerly of Modern Family, uh, born in 1990, so obviously a huge amount of points there. Why why that name? 
She has a ton of medical conditions that also, like when people thought she had eating disorders, they never were. It's literally just diseases in her body that make it hard for her body to absorb any nutrients. Like a lot of the stuff that she has going on is fairly serious medical conditions. So if if I'm not correct, I believe she's had two kidney transplants. Yeah. I, I just Google that. I mean, it's <laughs> nice, it's, nice work. I mean, you did. You do follow a pattern of people with medical conditions. You've got Michael J. Fox on there. You've got Montel Williams. Um, so, I mean, it's Ooh. it's a pretty stacked lineup. Fingers crossed. Listen, we hope you do well. We are very glad that you. Uh, oh, oh, most importantly, there was a um, uh, you know uh, how do I say this? A cash consideration for coming in first place. What um, uh, what did you do with the money? Uh, that went right back into Patreon. Woo! So it's going to next year's winner. Yes. It's all about it's all about paying it forward. Toast to you. It's like on I TikTok. Toast to you. Double it and give it to the next person. It's just like that. Let it ride. I'm let confident it, it, in my it. list. I'm letting it ride. That's all not right, how well that then... works when it's not my money going into it, but you know. And real quick, Listen, I know you, we're we're not the only podcast and web series you're you're fans of out there. Talk to us about this Prometheus web series you've been part of. Okay. So Prometheus is an online reality game, which is basically like take Survivor-esque games and make it online. There's a lot of them on Discord and chat-based things. Um, but the one that I did was through Zoom and Facebook and we recorded it over a weekend and then it's released as a web series the second to last episode aired today so coming up on finale time for anyone who wants to get into it it's definitely a niche thing um I had never even watched Survivor before my husband's cousin played on the first season of this show and it just seemed like a lot of fun and only a weekend to give up to do it but ours is based in Greek mythology Every episode, there is a challenge. You can get immunity, and then somebody gets voted off. All right. Sounds good. Well, we wish you luck on that. And, of course, absolutely, we wish you luck in the 2023 death pool. Thanks, guys. One last question before oh. you go. Um, we know in two weeks it will be the Super Bowl. I know we were joking earlier that you were a fan of the San Francisco 49ers. Anybody that is um, a friend of yours knows that you are a, a Philadelphia Eagles fan, tried and true. So first off, genuinely, congratulations on your football team winning. More importantly, in two weeks will be the Super Bowl. Um, I believe the score is 13-6 Kansas City was the last score Correct. I saw. If that holds for the second half, it looks like Kansas City will be going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. More importantly, Ron and Brian will be going up against each other for the 51% owner and that title belt, that six, that seats um, it, it right around the waist, um, six pounds of gold, uh, trademark pending. Um, who would you like to see win the Super Bowl bet, Ron or me? I don't know. You know that I will go really far for a bit. And the bit of Ron never having to hand that over is pretty solid as much as i would love to see you happy <sighs> tell me that's not a great story like 10 years down the line when every single time ron's kept that belt 
I would be crushing. It would just be so crushing. In all reality, what if it becomes a 52% belt and then a 53% belt and then a 54% belt? You mean each year give up an additional percent of ownership? I could not. I, I, it's, I don't have that in me. The, <laughs> the level of emasculation I already suffer from. I mean, do you realize that this man just randomly sends me photos of him holding the belt in, you know, in his I'm house? I'm sure. I mean, nothing vulgar. I don't want you to, you know, no. there's nothing inappropriate. All very but tastefully it's just, done. It's just photos of him holding it, him wearing it. I mean, it's the, the uh, I, I, I need the belt. I need the belt. If the Eagles weren't in it, I would choose between you two. Okay. But I, I can't say anything now that will jinx the Eagles. So I would like whoever chooses the Eagles to get the belt. All right, there you go. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for joining the um, Death Pool. Uh, I hope that you uh, do well, and we see you again a year from now. Um, oh, while we have you, um, what is it like at Disneyland, Disney World? Excuse me. I figured this. I I got really excited for Had a minute to sneak that it, it was in. closing out before we got to it. I not don't know. At all. It's fun. Like I don't. You guys don't have to like it. I'm not going to convince anybody to like it, but like. I go down asking. and when I drank, there's a ton of great drinks. It's fun. And I'm just done being at the point in my life where I'm going to be cynical about something that brings me joy. It's fun to go down there and ride rides and see people that are happy and be around happy people. And that's it. It's something that's fun to do. So I don't know how anybody can um, uh, disagree with that. Life's, right. life's, a, life, life's a tough, shitty thing. So if there's something yeah, that puts a smile on your face. Yeah, basically, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> if there's something that puts a smile on your face, how can anybody uh, 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 speak ill of it? Yep. Congratulations, Jocelyn. Yes, congrats Thanks, once again. guys. All right, thank you for coming. To the Bye. champ. Right. Cheers. All right. That is the winner. That is. That is you know, the winner. She's, she may not be the champ, but she is a champ. She won that pool. She's a pool square. champion, without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right, Brian, uh, as we were saying before, let's get to our favorite stories of the week. Matt still has not come up with a bumper uh, or even uh, a, a cryon for the screen. So we are just going to have to go into this. Brian, what was your favorite story of the week? Can you please pull up a photo of Carmella and Means. I think I can, yes. And why is Carmella your favorite story? Ron, what state do you think this woman is from? I mean, anytime I see a mugshot, I'm typically going Florida. Okay, that might be a good guess. She is from Florida, Ron. Um, now, obviously, you already recognize this as a mugshot. However, I'm going to tell you that the New York Post as we all love, wrote the, uh, a headline that just grabbed my attention and said, ooh, lordy, this is one's going to be good. Florida woman told cops crack pipe found during strip search was a sex toy. Ooh. So the sentence starts with, a Florida woman claimed a crack pipe found protruding from her vagina during a strip search was actually a sex toy. Um, she had been wanted on a outstanding warrant to uh, after being arrested for shoplifting charges. However, when she was arrested by the um, Pinellas County Police Department and um, brought to jail, a body scan revealed an anomaly in her genital area. The police started to conduct a strip search 
of Ms. Maines, at which point they found a glass crack pipe protruding from her um, uh, uh, vagina. Um, she allegedly removed it from her uh, 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 body cavity and intentionally threw it to the ground, causing it to break. Um, when asked what um, uh, the uh, glass object was, she tried to explain that it was actually a sex toy, um, despite the fact that, quote unquote, it was consistent with a pipe commonly used to smoke crack cocaine and was covered in burnt markings. She was arrested and charged with possessing contraband. Um, she was held after failing to post $3,500 bond. So to me, Carmela Ann Maines, anyone who's hiding a glass crack pipe inside their body, um, first off, I'm surprised that she was not Miss uh, uh, America in the most recent uh, pageant. This lady is a beauty. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyone who's going to uh, hide a crack pipe inside their body, um, I mean, obviously, she has not watched One Man, One Jar uh, video that's uh, went through, across the Internet. But uh, don't put glass crack pipes inside of your body, people. It's, glass it's, a, it's, a, it's a bad play, without a doubt. Absolutely. Ron? Yes. What's your story of the week? My story of the week, Brian, again, one of those headlines that when you see it, it just grabs your attention and it doesn't let go. Uh, this one being drunk, angry Jesus arrested during Exodus concert in Penticton. Uh, which is part of British Columbia, Canada. Um, so an un unidentified man dressed as Jesus was arrested and removed from the uh, heavy metal concert. Um, it was at the South Okanagan Events Center uh, where Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Exodus were playing. Um, and photos and videos showed Jesus being carried out of the concert. Uh, concert goers, not exactly sure uh, why he was being detained. One concert goer, Kevin Mathis, said, quote, he was carried out by four security guards, one on each limb, kind of like he was on a cross. The kicker is the song Suicide Messiah was playing while this unfolded. You can't make this stuff up, close quote. Now, I've been to, to, to rock shows. In fact, I was at the Anthrax Black Label Society um, when uh, tour when it came by Brooklyn, New York, uh, attended that show with a friend of the show, Dominic. Um, we went and uh, um, to get thrown out of a concert nowadays, you literally either have to be um, uh, in, in, incapacitated due to uh, alcohol or drugs, or I would say um, you have to be uh, starting a fight. I feel uh, that looking at uh, Jesus's face and, and Jocelyn picks up on this. She wants some of whatever Jesus is on. Uh, I would agree with that. That look on his face. I feel uh, he's he's not feeling any pain in this photo. Yeah, I guess so. I actually like the guy behind him in the uh, sleeveless vest. <laughs> it's, I wanna, you know, it's a look, wanna, Brian. It's a look. They're Canadians. It's, I mean, it's a whole different style. I just can't believe that. Um so, I mean, you do you do you, do you think they're worrying about their their afterlife if they're throwing Jesus out of a concert? I mean, you would think that it would be problematic. Oh, and it's absolutely problematic. So, but we'll we'll, we'll follow up. I, I still cannot find out why Jesus was arrested, whether he was released, what exactly is going on there. Okay. Now, Brian, you have a uh, you brought to the table a George Santos quiz. Should we yes. uh, should we get into that? Okay, listen, there is, you know, he is right now my favorite congressman. The um, 
just for those people that are not as obsessed about George Santos, he is a freshman uh, uh, House of Representatives uh, from uh, Long Island, recently um, won the election in November, uh, turned a traditionally uh, a Democratic seat, uh, turned it Republican. Um, Long Island is does have quite a bit of um, uh, Republican, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, community. Right. Um, so it's not totally shocking. However, he won now. Um, very young, uh, very colorful, has a, a, an incredible background. Um, after the election, suddenly stories started to emerge that quite um, uh, perhaps some of the stories that he told on the campaign trail were not true. We're, so we're, we're going to play. Yeah, a little bit. So we're going to play a game here, Ron, called How Well Do You Know? New York Congressman George Santos. Let's go to question number one, Ron. Okay. All right. Now, George Santos, uh, he's described himself in the following ways on the campaign trail, but only one of his claims appears to be true. Which one is it? Is he Jewish? Is he Catholic? Is he a championship winning volleyball player? Or is he a landlord? All right. Well, uh, I remember reading the story that said uh, he claimed to be a landlord, but he actually owns no properties. I remember the volleyball player. I believe, oof, because he said he's Jew-ish. Ish. So I'm going to go B, that he's Catholic being the true one. Jump to the next slide. You are absolutely correct. He did claim that he's Catholic, and from what we told, um, he um, uh, people have witnessed him uh, attending Catholic services in Queens County. So you're right on that one, Ron. Let's go to question number two, which is, in 2008, George Santos faced criminal charges in Brazil. What did prosecutors accuse him of? Shoplifting from a cosmetic store? Using a stolen checkbook to buy clothes? Impersonating a politician? Or getting into a bar fight after a pride parade. I believe it was D, getting into a bar fight after a pride parade. All right, everybody in the comment section, please make your picks because we are about to go to the next slide, which shows that ah. ah, in 2008, George Santos was accused of stealing a checkbook and subsequently spending $700 in a clothing store. Santos has denied he has ever been charged with a crime. All right. He looks very sad there. He looks. He does. This does not like the like the George Santos that I'm familiar with. Let's go to question number three, which is Santos repeatedly claimed that his mother, Fatima DeVolder, was in the Twin Towers during the September 11th terrorist attacks. Recently discovered immigration documents shed light on her whereabouts that day. Where was she? I believe this one. A Queens. Sorry, my bad. B the South Tower. C New Jersey. D Brazil. I believe this one is D Brazil. Yes, you are correct, Ron. Um, Immigration records show that she was in Brazil trying to get the United States government to issue her a new copy of a stolen green card. So even in the mother's got some uh, uh, tenuous uh, uh, relationship with the truth. All right. Question number four. Santos was recently accused of taking $3,000 from a GoFundMe campaign, raising money for a surgery for a disabled veteran's German Shepherd. This one I know is true. Pitbull, not Pitbull. This one I know is true. This is true. Let's go to the next slide. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Mr. Santos is currently banned 
from any type of GoFundMe activity as um, he raised $3,000 for a disabled vet's dog to get some surgeries and never followed through delivering the money to the veteran. Despicable. Just fucking despicable. Number five, below are claims that Santos made about his life. All are untrue except for one. But these are all things he has said. All right. Can you spot the claim that appears to be true? A, he got an MBA at NYU. B, he worked at Citigroup. C, he worked at Link Bridge Investors. D, he went to Baruch College. E, he went to Horace Mann High School. All right. This one I think I know. I believe it's C. He did actually work at Link Bridge Investors. Ron, you are absolutely correct. He did appear to have worked at Linkbridge Investors, where he was described as, quote unquote, a freelancer who helped with sponsorship and events. His biographical claims above have all been refuted. All right. How do you feel about that, Ron? I mean, he's uh, he's he's got a tenuous relationship with reality and the truth. There we go. Good thing that he's a Republican and in the House of Representatives, because now we know he's in good company. Which of the following historical events did Santos claim he had personal ties to? Was it A, the September 11th terrorist attacks? Was it B, the Pulse nightclub mass shooting? Was it C, January 6th insurrection? D, all of the above. Oh, this is D, all of the above, Brian. You are absolutely correct, Ron. He claimed his mother was in the South Tower during 9-11. He claims that he has employed people who were killed in the Pulse shooting. He claims that he traveled to D.C. for the January 6th insurrection and financially supported some of the rioters. All right. And, almost, and, 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 and there's absolutely no truth that uh, uh, proof that he did any of those things. Just a piece of garbage. Ahead of the election... Um, uh, despite owning no property, Santos bemoaned the burdens of being a landlord and claiming that he and his family owned 13 properties. Where did he claim to own this property? Was it a condo in Rio de Janeiro? Was it a mansion in Oyster Bay Cove? Was it C, a mansion in the Hamptons or D, all of the above? I'm going to go D, all of the above again. Ron, once again, you are absolutely correct. Santos claimed that he owned all three types of properties. However, in fact, he has owned none um, the local Long Island newspaper, the North Shore Leader, reported on various properties that Santos claimed to own. However, he has since admitted that he owns no properties. Nice. Ron, next one. In 2016, Santos was in the uh, eviction proceedings in Queens County Court. He asked the judge for more time to pay his rent. For what reason? Was it because his dog was sick and he needed the funds to pay the veterinarian bill? Was his mother in the hospital and he needed to care for her? Was he mugged on the way to, to paying the landlord's attorney? Or D, did he accidentally tip a restaurant server $1,250 instead of twelve fifty? dollars This one, Brian, is C. He claimed that he was mugged on the way to paying the landlord's attorney. You are absolutely correct. He <clears throat> said that he reported the incident to police, though NYTD says they have no record of the mugging. No comment? Uh, no. I mean, again, it's just it's more lies, Brian. Do you feel you're getting to know George Santos? I feel I am. I feel I'm getting to know him a little bit better. Excellent. Which item has Santos been accused of taking from roommates and acquaintances? Was it A, a scarf he wore to the Stop the Steal rally? B, a $500 Burberry shirt he wore in Instagram posts? Or C, a jewelry collection from a friend's mother? Or... Uh was it all of the above? I'm going to have to go D, all of the above again. Once again, you are absolutely correct. The man's behavior is just 
as atrocious as, as you could get. Former roommates have accused Santos of taking a $500 Burberry shirt and scarf, which he subsequently wore to the Stop to Steal rally in D.C. on January 5th, a day ahead of the insurrection. A friend of his mother's claims that he'd taken her jewelry collection. All Let's right. go to the last question. This is the a simple true false one. Okay. George Santos would have to resign if he is charged with a federal crime. True or false? Uh, I'm going to go false. You Once again, Ron, you are correct. A federal indictment doesn't mean that he is automatically ousted from the House of Representatives, though he would likely face intense pressure to do so. In the case of former New York Representative Chris Collins, he clung to his seat for a year after he was indicted on insider trading charges, despite calls from his own party to step down. He eventually resigned ahead of an expected plea deal. All right. I actually heard a rumor about George Santos earlier this week, which is that his goal here is to last one year in the House of Representatives, because after one year as a congressman, you have earned yourself lifetime health insurance. Interesting. I mean, that's a good deal. I think I might need to run for office. That allegedly he has told people that he that that his goal there, he will be he will he will cling to that seat for at least a year. Makes sense. I mean, that's that's not it's not a dumb thing to do in this country to get guaranteed lifetime health insurance. The fact just the fact that the um, that there is that that he was placed on committees and obviously they're not important ones, but still the man has no business as a uh, a member of this government. Um, Ron. Yes. What else do we got? Uh, we've got, well, uh, the video of the Tyree Nichols uh, murder uh, basically was released this week by the mm-hmm. Memphis uh, Police Department. Uh, as we all know, Tyree Nichols uh, was the gentleman uh, who was pulled over for a traffic stop. And uh, and uh, the subsequent stuff, uh, subsequent scuffle uh, was beaten to death by five police officers who have been since fired and now all are facing charges of second degree murder. Um, again, you know, the uh, the police department waited until Friday afternoon to release the footage uh, in the hopes that people would be home uh, in case uh, protests turned violent. Uh, for the most part, it does seem Protests were peaceful over the weekend, uh, and the Memphis Police Department has already announced that they will be disbanding the Scorpion unit that these five officers were members of. Now, do you have any understanding of what the Scorpion unit is? Not exactly, just that it was, I guess, a a special group of police officers that... I don't know what they focused on exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just liked having a cool name. It's hard to say. Uh, they definitely liked beating uh, pedestrians to death. Wow. Okay. Allegedly. Well, I mean, what did you think of the video? Did you? I assume you watched it. I, I watched some of it. I mean, it, it's it's another very uh, difficult video to watch. Um, you know, the, the the argument, you know, obviously is, you know. When you're stopped by the police, you know, don't run from the police and all that. But I also think the argument could be made, you know, what what harm would have happened if this guy runs from the cops and the cops are just like, all right, we've got his car. We'll just catch him later. Right. What was the necessity to catch him, to tase him, to beat him uh, to the point that he lost his life? Uh, I just think you've uh, got some uh, very uh, some bad apples in the police department. I think that you systematically have a um, uh, a culture within police departments of um, unchecked authority 
and um, a license to uh, commit um, acts of violence. I'm not saying every cop is bad. I'm not saying that the entire institution is um, needs to be abolished. But I think that, you know, culturally, there really does need to be um, a, a conversation within uh, America as well as within um, police departments where they really try to um, analyze what 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 purpose are they looking to serve and how are their their actions speaking to those goals? Right. You know, um, taking a man who, um, uh, you know, has been pulled over for dangerous driving or or whatever they they, they claim to have pulled him over for. Um, at what point does, uh, uh, do, you know, uh, how does it get to a point where you've got a man whose arms are being held behind um, his back? while he is literally just receiving haymakers to the head right. um, by four police officers. Like and and police officers bragging about how hard they hit him. Yeah. I, uh, that's, again, it's, it's, it's tough to wrap your brain around these are the people that are technically supposed to protect and serve. Um, and yeah. again, it's not, like, it's not like the man tried to shoot somebody. He was pulled over for reckless driving. Did he make a bad right. decision in electing to run? Sure. But at the end of the day, should he have had to die for it? I'm going to go yeah. out on a limb and say no. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, absolutely not. All right. In other news, a transgender woman in the United Kingdom uh, who was convicted of raping two women when she was a man is being sent to a female prison to await sentencing, uh, prompting outcry from activists, politicians, and even United Nations officers. Mm-hmm. Um Isla Bryson of Scotland was found guilty this week of committing the rapes when she was uh, previously named Adam Graham, uh, a, quote, muscular man with a shaved head and face tattoo. Um, According to a report in the Daily Mail, Bryson denied the charges, uh, telling the High Court of Glasgow that any sex was consensual and she, quote, would never hurt another human being. She's hurting me with that atrocious umbrella. (laughs) Um... This is a this is an interesting one, and this has definitely divided uh, the internet over the past yeah. week. Um, mostly in regards to whether you know people believing um, whether she is actually transgender or not, or is right. this a process that you know she is going through just to be put into a uh, a woman's prison instead of a men's uh, man's prison? Um, Bryson claimed to the court that she knew that uh, that she was transgender at the age of four, but didn't make the decision to transition until she was 29. Uh, she's now taking hormones and seeking surgery to complete gender reassignment. Yeah, this is a story I don't know anything about, and therefore I am not going to uh, state any type of uh, opinion on this one. It sounds fishy. Um, the timing of it is uh, ironic. Right. Um, you know, and it, it just, it, I would hate to think that somebody out there would be using um, the transgendered umbrella, part of the um, the pun on the umbrella here, um, would use that as a way to avoid um, the harshness of a male prison. Um, and at the same time, it's very hard to believe that that's not what's happening here. Yeah, it's again, it's 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 either very suspicious timing or it's, yeah. it's just outright fraud. And right. I, you know, I don't know that we'll necessarily ever uh, ever get an answer on that. 
Um, no. Keeping in the uh, the crime segment of the news, um, a New Jersey woman of the age of 29 uh, provided a forged birth certificate uh, in order to enroll at a New Brunswick high school and uh, was actually able to attend high school uh, for four days uh, before she was found out. Um, this is He Jong Shin, age 29, again, provided a forged uh, birth certificate. I mean, again, I don't know what uh, what she was dressed as for school, uh, but I look at this woman and, and she looks every day of 29. She does not appear to be... You see some people, I'm like, all right, you can pass as, as teenagers right. and some teenagers right. look older. Uh, I don't know how exactly uh, she got away with this. Although apparently, uh, even though she attended classes for four days, um, she spent the majority of her time with guidance counselors who was try- who were trying to get more information on her. Yeah, I mean, uh, what was scary, or at least, you know, from a, uh, from a, a student perspective, is that she had um, uh, made friends with several of these students who had... Um, uh, you know, kind of been uh, embracing of her to the school, shared their phone numbers, you know, helped her get around the school. Um, you know, I, w- I wish William Esquire was on to defend New Jersey on this story. Um, what's also kind of creepy is uh, one male student uh, alleged to one of the local papers that Shin had texted several students and tried to lure them to a specific street. Um that's a little weird as well. Well, you think she was doing this for a, a gain of sexual relationship? I mean, there's really not a lot of um, uh, information in here about the why. No, why she I, and did I don't this. think they. I don't think they have that answer just yet. Um, I don't know that I would necessarily. Once I got out of high school, I don't know that I was really itching to go back. I would say high school was probably some of the worst years of my life. <laughs> they weren't the worst, but I was definitely glad to be out of there and, and moving on with my life. Well, um, here we go. William Esquire putting, you know, changing the channel from the WWE SummerSlam pay-per-view. I forgot. I don't know what he's watching right now. I know it's a WWE weekend. Royal Rumble was last night, actually. Correct. But isn't today something or no? Uh, I, I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, interesting, but he is not defending WWE, not defending Vince McMahon, but he is defending um, uh, New Jersey. All right, New Jersey. Uh, coming up in weird news this week, uh, a pig killed a butcher in a Hong Kong slaughterhouse. Um, apparently, uh, the pig knocked over and killed the butcher with the cleaver about to be used on the pig. Uh, the pig had been shot with an electric stun gun at the Shengshu mm-hmm. Slaughterhouse on Friday when it suddenly woke and, and pounced on a 61-year-old worker. Uh, the swine knocked over his would-be slaughterer, who then dropped his 15-inch meat cleaver onto his own foot. Um, another worker found the butcher with the cleaver in his hand and his left foot bleeding profusely from the wound uh he was rushed by ambulance to a local hospital but was pronounced dead that's a shame you kind of you kind of you kind of rooting for the pig here a little bit a little bit so not much other uh not much other information on that other than than that Uh, who dies from dropping a cleaver on their foot though listen ron i i would say that uh the odds of me having a uh more bizarre uh death uh i would say it's up there 
Okay, fair enough. Um, that wasn't the only deadly animal out there this week, Brian. Uh, a man was shot by his dog in a tragic hunting accident uh, last week. Uh, we have a picture of the man. Uncertain if the dog in the picture is the dog in question. Uh, Let's hope this, so. But this is Kansas plumber uh, Joseph Smith, uh, who friends remember as a, quote, loving goofball who made them smile. He was, uh, he was in the front passenger seat of a pickup truck when the dog stepped on a hunting rifle in the back seat. Uh, Smith was struck in the back and killed instantly. Again, I think you have to blame this on poor weapons handling and less on the dog. I would agree with this. I I don't see this. I don't know how you could blame the dog on this. Yeah. Why you have a loaded hunting rifle uh, just lying in the backseat of your truck um, while Mm -hmm. the dog's roaming around back there. Um, Yeah. yeah. Free the dog. I think you. No. Good for the dog. Free the dog. Do we free um, the dog? I don't know. Apparently, there is a GoFundMe uh, for the dog for for I guess for the burial for this guy. I don't know if there's a. Uh, I I hate when they don't do. Oh wait, here we go. Here's the GoFundMe link. Because if people are actually giving money for this, I'm I'm going to be outraged, and I am outraged. I, I, they had a twenty thousand dollar goal, and uh, they raised twenty one thousand seven hundred thirty five dollars. Now, how much of this is George Santos going to keep? <laughs> that I'm not certain of. No. Okay. Let me just see here. I do love in the GoFundMe, they uh, they do not touch on how he died. Is there a picture of him where he's been photoshopped where uh, you know, With Jesus? Uh, and replaced by Jesus? He has not. No, it's just a photo of him uh, playing guitar and singing. So apparently he was a little bit of a musician. All right. Well... Not just the I guess animals. The, the, Sorry, go ahead. Were any of these songs country songs about how uh, somebody took his dog? Uh, you know, I'll have to get back to you on that. I will have to research that, and I'll have go to ahead. get back to you on that. Uh, animals were not the only uh, fatal uh, items out there this week, Brian. A man was crushed to death by a pop-up urinal outside the uh, Harry Potter Theater uh, in London's busy West End. Uh, In case you're wondering what a pop-up urinal looks like, uh, here is a photo of it right there. Apparently, it can lower down into the ground, and uh, I guess if you need to use it, it can raise itself back up. Uh, The tragedy uh, occurred shortly after 1 p.m. local time on Friday outside the Palace Theater, currently home to the popular production of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Uh, The victim, oh, oh, I didn't read this. The victim was thought to be performing below ground maintenance on the hydraulic public urinal when he was crushed. So he this thing went down on. So apparently this apparently this urinal um, is street level during the day. Right. And then it, it sinks down into the pavement in the evening. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The opposite way. They're down. They're inside the street during the day. They pop up at night for use in the evenings. Okay. Um, so apparently, yes, he was working underneath the uh, the urinal when, for some reason, uh, it started to retract into the ground, uh, crushing him underneath it. Wow. That is That's a, a shitty way, way to go. go. hey That's a shitty way to go, Ron. That is, that is a horrible way to go. That ranks up there, yeah. 
Wow. Though it would have been a little bit better if it happened while um, Harry Potter was performing. Um, Talk about what's going on in Florida, Brian, with these nurses or apparently not nurses. So apparently in Florida, I forgot the name of the school, but they have um, there there there's been a um, uh, an expose investigative journalism that has uncovered a a Florida school in Miami where um, federal authorities have charged 25 people with participating in a wire fraud scheme that um, where basically they um, provided aspiring nurses with um, licenses um, and uh, uh, fake diplomas. Apparently, they sold 7,600 fraudulent nursing degree diplomas um, from three Florida-based nursing schools. I believe this took place over a couple-year period, which means that there are 7,600 people out there with nursing degrees that can go get um, licensed um, in the United States of America as um, practicing nurses. So the uh, the schools involved, Siena College, Palm Beach School of Nursing, and Sacred Heart International Institute are now on all closed. I do have to say, though, two things yeah. first. Number one, go for it. Um, in, in seeing all the videos of some nurses during the pandemic um, speaking out against masks, against vaccines, things of that nature, oh. this doesn't seem all that surprising to me. Um, oh, you mean people who, because they don't really have any health education? Correct. My yeah. other thing is, what are the odds that Florida is the only state this has been going on in? Uh, I would say um, I would feel pretty good about that. That, that. that it's only Florida? Yeah. That no other state has it has an issue with illegal nursing certificates? Oh, I imagine everybody's got, I mean, any type of, anytime you have this, there's going to be some type. I mean, even, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, school diplomas. Uh, there's always going to be some type of fraud. Okay, but to go to be as widespread as seventy six hundred, I mean, it's a lot of fake nurses out there. Oh no, I'm not saying it's not a lot. I but I feel like it's an issue that I I don't. I mean, again, we like to make fun of Florida, and rightfully so. Um, I don't feel that this is exclusive to Florida. All right, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying I inherently disagree with you. I'm just saying it's a uh, um, it's a sad testament um, to what's going on. Uh, what also is sad, Brian, is that you're not able to convert your body uh, to be a an alien uh, and then get service in restaurants. Uh, this gentleman, Anthony Lofredo, who calls himself uh, the Black Alien, uh, removed his ears, nostrils, even a few fingers. He sharpened his teeth and dyed them purple, and he covered his body in extreme tattoos. Uh, I mean, there was a bunch of uh, photos in the article, but we'll just pull this one up right here. Uh, ah. so, so now this uh, this Frenchman uh, says that uh, he uh, he has issues when he goes to eat at restaurants. Where's his ears? <laughs> well, he had them removed, Brian. He he removed his ears. He removed his okay. nostrils. I'm um, what doctor is going to perform these surgeries? Well, it's France. I mean, I think, again, I, I'm trying to figure out what's coming out of his chin there. Butt plug? I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. It's, uh, there's, there's a lot going on there. What is this? 
What's going on over here? He's had he's had uh, he's had fillers injected into his face. Um, he apparently he was miserable living in a body he felt he didn't belong in, um, and so he's had. I mean, his entire body appears to be tattooed. Um, there's there's just a lot going on here. And again, we try not to uh, to to shame people. We try not to body shame people. No. Uh, but this seems unhealthy to me. And I don't. Know I'm okay. Shame. I, I, listen, I don't think this guy's worrying about being shamed. I just find it interesting that the article is about how he um, uh, is being treated differently when he goes into a restaurant. Uh, it's yeah, it's very interesting. What is he doing? Going into a Red Lobster? <laughs> or excuse me, a Rouge Lobster? Very nice. I like when you break out your French. It really Thank you. shows you. I feel like, were you just in Europe recently? Uh, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I did not go to France, but I was in Spain. Okay. Um, I do have stamps in my passport, for those that don't believe me. Because those um, Romance languages, they just seem to roll off your tongue even better now than they did before. Listen, you know, uh, as I walked the streets of Barcelona and I got to order my cafe con leches and my uh, pan chocolate, um, it was just wonderful. All right. Uh, a couple things before we wrap up here tonight. First, Brian, as you have mentioned, uh, we will be making the Super Bowl bet uh, next week here yep. on the podcast as we prepare to decide who will hold the 51% ownership title belt. So we already know Philadelphia Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Right sure. now, Kansas City Chiefs have scored. They are up 20-13. Yep. to 13. Uh, We still got a lot of football left to be played, though. Two minutes sure. and 43 seconds left in the third Still quarter. only in the third. Um, now, I have a question for you, Ron. I know that you, are, you, you, you like to think of yourself as Philadelphia adjacent. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, are you? Are, are do you think if it's a Chiefs Phillies, uh, uh, Chiefs Eagles? Excuse right. me. Um, where, well, who do you like it? Uh, you know, it's it's a tough call. Eagles looked very good today. I mean, again, Niners did not you know have a, a healthy quarterback for the whole game, uh, but you know, defense obviously still looked good. Offense looked good. Um, you know, I think, I don't know who, I think I like the Eagles chances better against the Bengals than the Chiefs, right. but also I think it's going to come down to whatever the line is. So, okay. uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, uh, what happens there. Is there any out of these three remaining teams? Is there any team that, uh, you particularly favor at the moment? Um, I, 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 uh, of the four teams that have played today, I would say that the Eagles look the strongest. I think a lot of it will be, uh, you know, what, what's the movement on the betting line? Right. And that's what it's going to come down to. It's really, again, it's really the line. And, uh, you know, we'll have to figure out what's going on. Uh, Mahomes, just 25-yard deep pass. Chiefs seem to be imposing their will on the Bengals right now. That belt is coming in New York. <laughs> I'm going to win that belt. Now, also, a couple of big things still to happen tonight. It is the final Sunday of the month, and that means one thing. It is time thing for only. our monthly pajama party with our Patreon subscribers. Those at the $10 level or higher. Uh, you can visit ronandbrianpodcast.com if you're not yet subscribed. You can click in the upper right-hand corner become a patron you can join us live and tonight normally we will do can you beat ron uh which you know i've had varying success levels with over the months but tonight we will have can you beat brian 
I have put together a Can You Beat Brian uh, for a very special event tonight. This is going to be challenging. Uh, it is not. And I have Because I have no idea anything about this game. You have no idea what the you topic is. Um, the topic is nothing uh, specific to Brian. So it's not like it's not anything that Brian has a strength for. Like if uh, a, a topic such as like uh, like metal bands, it's not a topic like movies because I know you're such a movie buff. Uh, it's sure. not it's not a topic like you know how not to manage your personal calendar. It's nothing like that that you have skills in. It, it, or maybe I mean I don't think you do, but I think it's going to be a pretty. Um, even playing field for everybody. Uh, Allie's asking, because she played last month, uh, will we be using a not-yet-set-up new tab in the old scoring sheet? Why no, Allie? I've even built a new scoring sheet for Can You Beat Brian, which will be shared tonight mm. after dark, which starts at 9.30. Uh, just a mere 22 minutes from now. Brian, how are you feeling right now? Tell me what is going through your head, what is going through your heart at the moment. I'm I, I'm obviously I'm nervous because right. I feel that um, you know one of the things uh, you, you know you built up a confidence with can you beat Ron having um, uh, successfully won the first I think maybe three four or five months um, and then you uh, you know you 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 started to have uh, some mixed results um, you know I feel this month uh, uh, was this was not something that we talked about you kind of sprung it upon me at the last minute so uh, I'm uh, I'm a little nervous all right. Well, again, I think you have just as good an opportunity to win as everybody else out there. <clears throat> but I'm excited uh, because you get to you get to take all the glory. You get to host our game shows most of the time. Yep. Uh, yep. Now I get to have a little bit of fun. Well, mm. anything else before we finish up and get ready for Can You Beat Brian live tonight at 930 after dark Patreon subscribers. If you are not subscribed to the Patreon, go to our website, click on the link in the upper right-hand corner, go to our page on Patreon, subscribe. It's a small monetary amount when you really think about it. Um, less than a 12-pack uh, a of eggs, depending where you live in the country. It's, you know, for less than a six-pack of eggs, um, you get an additional um, 30 minutes of content minimum, especially when, except when Ron's doing the show by himself. Right. Of course. Um, and then, uh, you know, once a month we do a pajama party. You come on the show. Uh, it's exciting. Uh, join the Patreon. Uh, you know, we're, uh, you know, it's a way for, you know, uh, uh, for you to help offset some of the costs. You know, uh, Ron and I have been very generous. We've announced that we will always have an hour. We will never do less than a free hour of content every week. Sorry, Ron. Sorry. Had to do it. Had to do it. All, All right, buddy. Well if you don't join us later on, join us next week to find out the results of Can You Beat Brian and also to find out what we will settle on for the Super Bowl belt, which will determine the owner of the six pounds of gold for the upcoming yes. year. Brian, love you, my yes. friend. Looking love forward you to seeing you on After Dark. Everyone else, we'll catch you next week. Thank you for joining us on the Ron and Brian podcast. We're live each week on YouTube. Facebook and Twitch. You can find prior episodes, links to our social media, and everything else Ron and Brian at ronandbrianpodcast.com. See you again next week.